Hello, dear listeners. You're listening to the dulcet tones of Editor Alex, uh, just dropping by to say that we had an interesting uh, set of issues with our episode today and ended up needing to use our backup recording where all of the audio is recorded on one track. Uh, That limited my ability to be quite as perhaps overly persnickety about editing as I usually am, so there's going to be a little bit of like bumping noises in the background and, you know, people kind of talking over each other and stuff uh, that I usually try to keep to a minimum on our show. So just letting you know that that's going to be a thing. I'm actually interested if that is any particularly worse or anything for you as a listening experience, because the editing of this episode was actually a lot easier. I tend to do a lot of work with, like, scooching things around so that people aren't talking over each other and such. Uh, You know, I I can get a little bit... uh, overly focused on that and then it takes me a bunch of hours to edit an episode and this one took way less time so uh yeah i guess i i'm interested in your feedback on uh the general quality of this one as compared to our other episodes and i appreciate you bearing with me as i go through the experience of sort of learning to audio edit live uh as we're releasing our episodes very much appreciate uh, any kindness you can show me as I go through that. So, uh, on to the episode. I hope you enjoy it. I thought it was a great one. And uh, you've also been listening to the original uh, full version of Abducted by Sharks, Bring Forth My Armor, uh, this whole time. So now you know the secret beginning of the song. Nice. Hello, and welcome to Unplaytested, the podcast about RPGs that have never been played before. Because they never existed before! I'm Lara, and my pronouns are she, her. And I'm Alex, I use he, him pronouns. And we're going to make a game based on a ludicrous suggestion chosen at random. And this week we are accompanied by friend of the orange groves, citrus-smelling Chris. Uh, <laughs> would you care to introduce yourself? That's pretty good. On another podcast, I guess, and I got the the nickname of screenwriting boy genius, but citrus-smelling <laughs> might stick around, too. <laughs> That's nice. Um, yeah, I'm Chris. I uh, am on a podcast called Nervous Rex, a Neon Genesis Evangelion podcast on the orange groves. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. I am also a writer of comic books and uh, films, plays, games, uh, a podcast now. Basically anything that you can write, I have done. Except I have not written a tabletop RPG until <laughs> tonight. So We are always looking to get the, the good insights from people who have not yet become mired in the industry. <laughs> yeah. It's like when I was a backyard wrestler, my cousin did it with us for a little bit, and he was awesome because he had no idea what the fuck he was doing. Can I swear on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can so, now. So he was just doing shit that's just like, I mean, I've never seen that before. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. What do you call that? I don't know. I just sort of picked the guy up and <laughs> threw him. Yeah. <sighs> okay, well, I'm going to get my uh, die out and see how many sides it has. Can I ask a question? Or how's my die looking? Oh, yeah. Um, wh- who came up with the suggestions that are on this list that get randomly chosen from? This oh, a couple a of them uh, were us back in the day when we first okay. started the show, because uh, there wasn't anybody else to to make up 
ideas. Yeah. Uh, and then we sort of like vaguely added a little bit to that as we went. So some of them were from us, but I think by now the the vast majority are listener suggestions. Oh, dope. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, right now we have a, a nine, 92 items on the list. So Alex, you're going to have to break out your 92-sided die and give it a okay, roll. Okay, I've got it. And... Uh, and what did I get? Okay, interesting. Uh, you uh-huh. got a 71. Uh, as Great. we all know, I'm the only one who can see Alex's die. Right, uh, right. Which... Uh-oh. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I feel like we're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Swordfish or hackers style hacking based RPG that doesn't use a block tower. Oh, this is perfect. I'm Which so I'm already good. mad about. Guaranteed <laughs> not to use a block tower. I'm very happy for this. That's uh, I, this, this one, by the way, is a uh, compliments of someone who has self-described themselves as fucko the clown ass bitch. <laughs> so <laughs> thanks, Fucko. I yep. fuck with fuck with a clown ass bitch. That's my friend now. Um, oh my! I loved movies like that as a kid. I was watching the shit out of my Swordfish DVD that had the weird case with a little latch on it. I was like, mm-hmm. you're watching sneakers in my economics class for some reason in high school. Like, I'm ready for this <laughs> shit. This is good. I don't know if I know Swordfish. Like, I know the name, but I don't think I've ever seen it. What's the deal with Swordfish? It's like a uh, John Travolta, Hugh Jackman, Halle Berry, and they're like some kind of like crime team. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen it since I was a small child, so I can't really tell you much more than that. But the cover of the DVD is dope. Isn't <laughs> Hugh Jackman nice. like a retired hacker who gets pulled in for one last hack? That sounds right. <laughs> okay. Is. It's it's dumb because it's a hacking movie. So it, you know it is like a bummer because the, the I mean I'm sure that's why they said that is because like the the dice or the the tower thing kind of just like makes intuitive sense about how you would do this. Um, uh huh. But no, well, fuck it. We'll take the challenge. We'll be creative. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. It, it seems that uh, fuck of the clown must be a listener because we have had uh, raging furious debates over tumbling block towers before. Okay. Uh, Laura is pro and I am anti, uh, mostly for no reason, because I decided it would be fun. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I like them. I've played like horror games like that way. and it's, it's Oh, yeah. Play. Dread. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. They, uh, they do I make think... a difficult streaming uh, solution, which is the second part of the show. <laughs> yeah. So we right. Right. On occasion, try to uh, remember that on occasion. Sometimes. OK, give me the give me the whole prompt again. Uh, Swordfish or Hackers style hacking-based RPG that doesn't use a block tower. Okay. I I have an immediate idea that I'm not sure if we'll stick with, but just to put something out there immediately get the ball rolling. I love it. So I'm thinking about, so like, you know, RPGs like fucking like D&D and all this other shit, they use sort of like different skill sets or abilities. I don't Mm -hmm. know shit about hacking, but I imagine there's different kinds of hacking, different styles and ways that you would do it. And so maybe Mm -hmm. you have characters like setting up like like this person is good at hacking either this type of thing or like using this particular te- hacking technique. And then you're like, you're like, you have stats built into those. So like theoretically, then you could be someone who is like good at hacking using, I don't know, like ciphers or some shit, but then you're stuck right. on like a computer system that uses something else. And it's like, Oh fuck. I, I, you know, whatever else, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah. Sort of yeah. Thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a potential way to like gamify hacking that doesn't involve the tower. 
Mm-hmm. That sounds cool because I think the the interesting thing about hacking in tabletop role playing games is that usually you'll have a heist crew with one hacker on yes. it, right? Yeah. And everybody else is the hitter and the whatever. Uh, so I. Uh, is everyone in this game a hacker? Is is a question that we can ask, and I feel I'm like gonna answer yes. that question. I yeah, think the answer yes, is the answer yeah. Is yes. Like based okay, on okay, the, okay, the okay. Prompt, I think I think it is. I will say there is one immediate immediate flaw with my plan, which is that that means the three of us have to figure out what the fuck the different styles of hacking and techniques are. I don't. We have to do some. Well, you say figure out, but we could also just make them up. That's true. Yeah. yeah for yeah. example, I'm a big fan of Vitruvian hacking. We're gonna Very lose. Elegant. We're gonna lose the core like hacker audience, but like I mean, who knows like how into RPGs they are anyway. Um, yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna have no power to do anything about it because they suck and hackers are weak and can't even take down our website. So whatever, nerd. <laughs> Good thing I've got my Express VPN uh, fired up. <laughs> Um, I was XX thinking that, uh, Dark Lord sixty nine XX <laughs> trying to hack on playtested. Yeah, it would be great if you could just like wrap this episode up in five seconds and say that the way you succeed on mechanics is just tapping your keyboard as loud as you can, like they do oh, in yeah. the movies, where they're just like uh-huh, exaggerating uh-huh, the fuck yeah. out of the keystrokes. Um, yeah, the hammering is very important. <laughs> yeah, but okay, so there's the team of hackers. I mean, it sounds like a fun game to play if if it were just to be sat in front of me. I have, a, I, have a, I have a big I have a big decision point I want to throw past everybody. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Now, is this a game that is going to like exist? We are hackers in the real world, or is this like we are playing the digital hack avatars in the data sphere? Oh. Like it's freaking Shadowrun, Dragonfall, or whatever. Or yeah. Reboot, or um, what's the other one? Kobe there's Yoko. a there's a Mega Man right Mega Man Battle Network yeah That's kind of about hacking because yeah. my know instinct is well. to put us firmly in in the meat <laughs> but in in meat space in the real world but, um, I'm I'm see mine was the opposite because that would be more fun to do because then you could uh, have it barely be about hacking and just talk about like oh yeah then a bunch of cool digital lines appear behind me and radiate out in all directions and turn into robot dogs that represent the attack that i'm doing and then it crashes against your ice wall what if we give players the option and you could either there's like different playbooks or character types for like an irl hacker or their digital avatar and so you could theoretically have an all real life hacker game and all inside the matrix hacker team, or there'd be some scenarios where some of your players are outside of the computer and the other people are the people that they are like helping guide through the system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That sounds cool. That sounds huh. complicated. It, uh, that, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It does. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I'm just, I'm, uh, for me, trying to just sit there and go and then i typed a thing on the computer and then a window opened and some text scrolled down it like that doesn't seem like it would be sustainable for a couple of hours you know not that all the games we make have to be but uh that's a good point i mean a sub goal yeah i was just like imagining like well like people would want it both ways but i guess your job as a game designer is not to like let's put in something for everyone like it's not really possible (laughs) um (laughs) I think there should be a dog. Um, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh can I put a must in the, with the dog in the in the must category? Yeah, yeah. go for it. At, at that point, there must be a dog. Oh, God. Okay, well, for the I heard all hacker angle, it'd be easy. You just have to, like, roll, like, a skill checks to, like, prevent distraction when your dog is, like, like scratching at the door <laughs> while he's trying to fucking break in. Um, that would I, be great. I see your point about the, like, making it sort of, like, an abstracted fun version of it. but then like the, you'd have to keep the same core like hacking tenant so you'd have to like transpose mm-hmm. like um say there's like enemies you're fighting or puzzles you're getting around like with the goal of like there is probably a some like a real life version of you and you're trying to hack like a specific right, right. Like, yeah. of, of like a version of the process like have y'all seen uh any of the hacking in ghost in the shell no no Oh, it's very cool and abstract, and they have lots of like beautiful digital visualizations of what's going on, and like they they have this constantly running pattern where a character like will be, you know, there'll be like, oh, our facility is being hacked, and then all the screens light up, and then like fifteen different attendant cyborgs will all like sit there typing away furiously at their keyboards and talking about like, oh, the intrusion rate is at twelve percent, it's going up. There's seventeen different, you know, viruses are deployed. Thirteen of the viruses have turned out to be decoys. Like this really cool, you know, frenetic pace yeah. to the hacking. Uh, that, we should that add a timer. Really satisfying. We should add a timer system. Like a little oh, like God. hourglass or like a oh. like a thing you put in. Okay, okay. Like, okay. Right. When you, when you think about good hacking scenes, it's always like we've got a five minute window to blah 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 blah. And like, right. You, know, you like need Seth, it needs to be stressful. Seth Green in, a, in the Italian job is like I made Napster and he's fucking like trying to get in there real quick. So like yeah, uh-huh. I think using some sort of timer would would be good. Yeah. I like that. I think one danger you run when you're doing the like all virtual kind of more like stylized version is that you risk it, unless you're careful, you risk it becoming just like any other RPG, like what makes it different than whatever else. So there's a fine (laughs) line there. Like I don't yet know how we're going to cross that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We could do something like, cause I love this idea of having a timer. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. What if there was something like in inception where like the time goes slow slower the deeper into the simulation you are okay where it's like oh if i'm doing something and i'm hacking it'll take like one minute in actual hacking and then occasionally like i execute a line of code and that will like zoom in will be like oh okay that's like you know a whole like couple of minute long scene in the digiverse or whatever mm-hmm seeing how it resolves do i get past the ice or not type things oh i see okay, i'm gonna throw saying. a completely wild idea at Please you do. let's do it uh-huh is this a microscope hack okay go on <laughs> is this a microscope hack where we have uh i i don't know chris are you familiar with microscope by ben robbins no but it sounds like it's an osmosis jones rpg it's <laughs> <laughs> would that it were that's that's going on the list, by the way. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, notes add osmosis. A cells at work game. <laughs> yeah. So, what is this microscope thing? Uh, microscope by uh, by Ben Robbins, Lame Mage Games, is a uh, game in which you uh, portray like you you don't necessarily play individual characters so much as you construct a timeline uh, of a large area over what is usually presented as being eons Mm -hmm. where you put a start and end event. And then um, you kind of fill in 
uh, the events that happened between these, you know, big, big epochal eras. Yeah. Uh, and then you uh, further nuance those down with uh, individual events that happened during these large eras. And then you further nuance those down uh, into like scenes that you play out of like important pivotal moments or answers to wild questions in this event during this era i may be messing up the terminology no no you're good while since well, I've that, they're technically called periods but everyone messes up and calls them eras fair enough um my point being that uh this same technology can kind of scale down in an interesting way where you or interesting to me i don't know uh-huh. i think it's cool where you have a start an end period that is a start and end of, say, a heist. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we we have our heist movie, and then we basically fill in the steps, the events that occurred on this heist. Oh, yeah, this is when we hit up the car. God, it's too hot to have good <laughs> ideas. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is when we punched a car like it was Street Fighter 2. It was part yeah. of the heist. Yeah, but, yeah. That's what hackers do. Always punching cars. <laughs> but then you know you have these parts of the heist that you add, and then like anyone who wants to can say, "Oh yeah, this was resolved with a hack, a hack moment." And then that is when we do our dramatic zoom in, time dilation. How does this hack play out? Okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that sounds cool. Because the only thing I was going to say is, I feel like in order for it to like feel like hacking, you need. A like sort of crunchy like dice roll success or fail element to like can I pull this off in said time limit? So as long as you could still incorporate that, like you said, where you're kind of like you're looking at like a larger scale and then you're like seeing like here's the first part of this hack. Let's go into that like and then and then mm-hmm. you would do play out something like that. Then I think that could work. I have a thought because uh, I was thinking a little bit about. I haven't actually played Android Netrunner, but everyone says that it's a really fun card game. Uh, that you are a hacker and it's an adversarial game where there's one side that is the hacker trying to get into the corporation and the other side is the corporation like laying down ice and trying to get the hacker's house and that sort of thing, Um, which sounds really fun as I was thinking about it. Like we could even say, because I feel like having different roles is cool. You could do something with like, it's a four player game. There's two players on the hacker side and then two players on like the target Mm. side and whether they're trying to hack the government or the corporation or other rival hackers or something. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that could be really fun because I feel like having a, okay, someone else is going to be fighting me on this, you know, like, like the scene in hackers where they have the VHS and they're like grabbing it with the little things and pulling it back and forth. Uh huh. Uh, Cause I feel like, having a a worthy adversary is like part of the fun right yes yeah because otherwise it would be i don't even know like if there'd be like a gm or something that would be like setting something up to like because there's always that sort of like this system is hard to crack because x y and z and like you could make that maybe a little bit more tangible if you're like knowing that somebody else is like making that hard to beat yeah, yeah, I think that's because you know, oh, the the DC is eight instead of seven because it's really hard. I'm like, who cares? That's not interesting to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But something that could be cool. Um, there's a Dune board game that has a really fun 
combat system in it where you have like your little armies you're moving around you're like oh my army has eight guys my army has 12 guys or whatever and you have leaders for them and stuff and when you fight you have to wager the number of armies you are willing to lose and then you both lose the number you said but whoever wagered the higher number wins the fight. So if I say, oh, I'm going to lose nine, you say you're going to lose six, then I win, but I still lose nine of my units, and you Uh lose six of yours. Uh, And there's a bunch of other complicated modifiers and junk you can do on top of that in that game that we don't really need to worry about. But something like that, where you're going, okay, we've both got resources. We've both got something that we can spend, that we can use. And I might say, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to go hack this system. And then I only put like one point into it. And the other person spent eight points defending it. And I'm like, gotcha sucker. Now I'm actually going around to my real target, you know, That's, that sort of thing. Make you feel would, all clever and hackery. That would be cool. Cause I feel like you do see that sometimes where it's sort of like, you almost do like a Trojan horse esque like mm-hmm, hacking mm-hmm. strategy. So I could see that working. Yeah. Laura, were you going to say something? It looked like you had like a thought. Um, no, mm-hmm. I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> Then, um, I mean, like, yeah, fuck it. I'm down to go that route. That sounds fun. I'm down with that. Yeah, so there's there's an adversarial thing. So, like, some of the players are... And this would be great, too, because you could do it, like, two players, or you could do it as many as, like, I don't know, like, a a bigger number than two. Um, Right. But, like, you know... You could do three v three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you have, like, the, like, swordfish hacker team, and and then you get to make up whatever, like, fun thing that they're trying to hack that their people get to play as, um, two... Yeah, that's cool. And I like this idea of like you're trying to, it's kind of, it becomes kind of like a mind game as well as this like technological battle. So that's cool. Yeah. Some sort of, some sort of uh, trying to outwit the other side sounds yeah. really fun. Yeah. I like that. Cause um, then you get to have a, a cool description of how that all goes down and what it looks like and stuff. Yeah. Once you've revealed your, your cards or whatever. So how deep do you tend to go on this show? Do we now have to like drill down and figure out what the actual like, um, mechanic of like sort of wagering those resources we should probably at least have a rough idea okay yeah Yeah. usually we don't even come up with uh, a mechanic that we need to drill down into this early (laughs) (laughs) i'm 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 fucking i don't pay me by the hour i'm let's go let's do it Um, (laughs) okay okay uh okay so and also i was in the back of my mind thinking it's like how can we make sure there's dog in this i think (laughs) not to cheat my own rule but like uh-huh. it could just be like the mascot of the game is like a hacker dog, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which then puts us in watchdogs territory. So maybe not, you know, a little too close to home on that. Uh-huh. It's it's a theory, or um or the default like standard open the box and here's the game villain is like a shitty pet store. I don't know. Just thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta hack the pet store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why. But surprisingly yeah. thick ice on that pet store. <laughs> okay. So what would make sense as like this idea of oh, you know what? I mean, this is like so fucking nerdy. But like I was trying to think like, what would make sense as like a resource to I know I said on this podcast, um <laughs> as like a resource that like people involved in like hacking or counter hacking would spend. What if it's like bandwidth? Like something like that, ooh, where it's like ooh, a okay. limited thing that like, a computer can handle. And then you're like allocating it to different things. Right. And that kind of works for like yourself too, right? You're like, I can only devote so much bandwidth to this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you could say, like, ah, here's the here's the couple of different 
objectives uh, or a couple of different, you know, targets that you could have or whatever, right? Uh, and then you could say, oh, I'm devoting four bandwidth to this and two bandwidth to that this turn. And then the other person is devoting a certain amount and you're like seeing who wins. That could be cool. That would also be cool too, because if you're playing it with teams, you could set it so that like certain objectives or things you're trying to hack would require like maybe like a certain amount of bandwidth that like you might have to team up with another. So like maybe like one person on your team is doing this, but then two of them are working on this other thing, like putting yeah, their yeah. together or like something like that. Oh, I, have, I, have, I have a very, this is tangential, but excellent idea for mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. health essentially. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every hacker gets uh, three index cards and on each index card, they write down one like fact about themselves I have a little brother. Uh-huh. And then, like, the amount of bandwidth it will cost them if this fact gets discovered by the corp. Okay. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, like, when whatever occurs in-game gives you a hit, the corp picks one of your index cards, flips it over, and maybe it's, you know, oh, you're losing five bandwidth permanently because I know where your little brother is and now you have to keep an eye on him or whatever. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. I and love you, that. You, know, yeah. you, can, you can divvy up your index cards. You can say, oh yeah, this is my zero bandwidth. Uh, you know where my house is, whatever. Who cares? I'm never there. Which means that if they pick another card, it's going to be everything. Yeah, that's cool. That's a cool idea. I like that. And it makes sense too because like when you're seeing the bad guy side in those movies, it's always like, find out who these people are, and I want their names and heads on the plate. So, like, the first thing they try to do is, who are these people? So then it, you're make, it makes sense what you're saying of, like, what you have to lose is them discovering, like, elements about who you are, and then that, in turn... Oh, like, that's fun. Gameplay. That's good. Oh, that's really cool, too, because you can have the whole hacker thing where you're like, I have an alias. Yes. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, XX Deathlord 69 xx Yeah. But then you're like, oh that's on a card and then they flip it over and they learn your real name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really cool. I like that. Damn. Uh, yeah, we got a game. Look at that. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> 26 minutes, a new yeah. record. I am wondering if there, so should that be like, should it be a sort of like asymmetrical game where the hackers just sort of inherently have more to lose or would there be like an equivalent on the corporation side? That's well, my like, instinct cool. is to go asymmetrical. That makes it makes sense because that's just how it would be, right? Like, yeah, and <laughs> well, also, <laughs> the hackers are probably inherently the underdogs in that situation, right? And unless it's the, I mean, the evil pet store might not have much more resources than the <laughs> hacker team, but so that makes sense to me. So, like the the corporation's advantage is that um, they have these cards that they can. Um, you know, spend bandwidth or, or succeed in something to turn over, which will then help their side of the battle and the hackers are sort of just taking on that risk in order to pull off the big score of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And maybe there's like, you know, they're discovering the corporate secrets. They're doing the espionage. They're like Mm -hmm. getting pieces of the puzzle. They're trying to solve that kind of thing. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's an interesting thing where I'm trying to, I'm trying to think about like, how do we sort of like make, that type of thing into mechanics like i almost wonder if it's like you'd almost sort of like design as players like here's what we're guarding and here's what measures we have in place and then the other players have to figure out what that is and how to get around it i'm talking in very yeah, that seems really fun. i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but like that right, that's sort right of idea. yeah 
like and i'm picturing it as like a board game where it's like if you had pieces you could be like, okay we're, we're gonna have this corporate secret that we actually make cat food and not dog food and we sell it to dogs and we're, we're putting that <laughs> behind um these two walls here and then the players on the other side can't see those walls. It's almost like Battleship. And so you're trying to first of all realize, oh, there's a hidden file here. And then you have to figure out how do I get around that block? Yeah, yeah. That would be cool. And we'd have to figure out how to, how or if we can simulate that sort of thing online. But I feel like it's exactly, got to be yeah. doable. Because we, you know, you could do it with just a bunch of face down index cards, right? That mm-hmm. you're flipping up. That's, that's true. Yeah, that's a lot better than my idea, which is like you call out numbers like Battleship. <laughs> <laughs> we could do I it mean, with you know, battleship i don't hate that do it it's a battleship hack where like you're like yeah i mean it's not bad yeah you put out like um actually that kind of makes some sense if you put out like however many of the ship and they're the different files you're trying to keep hidden and so like and like the size of the ship represents the level <laughs> of like curiousness of the of the file or the data because then yep. it takes like five hits to unlock the big like it's fucking cats and like but like <laughs> the the password to the website manager is like three hits or whatever you know what i mean like that right, actually right. makes some sense there's got to be a ways to play battleship online you could also probably do that same thing with the index cards though if you wanted to right like, right you, right you know, give them give them little little uh number and letter like you would, yeah, like you would yeah. group you would group up like like this chunk of index cards among the field these five go together um Oh, and it'd be cool too because it's computer, so it wouldn't necessarily have to be like that. You could have the various pieces of it spread out on different cards that are that are moved around on the table, right? So it's like, right. Um, you could think like, oh, there's, there's this little pocket here. This must be where it is, but you're only getting pieces of it, and you have to like look elsewhere to find mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. else. I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Huh. Well, we uh, we are at our half hour mark, so if we want to take a minute to let our brains percolate over that we could do a little ad break as well sure yeah um so i'm chris hutton i represent the shitty dog food corporation and (laughs) (laughs) this is all marketing for my shitty pet store no um i knew it i uh like i said i am a writer um you can find my website, uh, chrisdhutton.com. That's got like pretty much everything that I've done on there. Also uh, on Twitter at Topher Disgrace. But um, particularly, the most help for me is my Gumroad store, which I believe, let me see, I think it's just gumroad.com. Yes, gumroad.com slash chrishutton. That's where you can download and if you so choose, pay for my comics. But if you go to the Ooh. site and my Twitter, there's also links to the one game that I've made. I made a Twine, a twine game about oh, Mike's nice. being an indie wrestler. Um, and that is uh, also... So, like, half the comics on there are pay what you want. The other half are, like, real cheap, like $2, $5. And then the the game I made is pay what you want as well. That's cool. Tell um, us more about your Twine game. I love Twine. Yeah, so it's it's like a uh, like choose-your-own-adventure kind of format of, like, going through a night as an indie wrestler at a, like, local bad show which i did a lot of as a professional wrestler uh-huh. um, and and so it's sort of like walking you through like you know like who are you going to choose to interact with like how are you are you going to play in your match with your opponent or are you going to wing it um how much are you going to trust them are you going to get paid at the end of the night like that sort of thing um so yeah it was really fun to make and i was pleasantly surprised because i wrote it just totally like 
this is going to be just for me and other wrestlers. And that's all I like mm-hmm. really care about. But then like, I, I took some steps to make sure it'd be enjoyable for other people. And like people that knew nothing about wrestling had fun with it too. So I was like, all right, cool. That's, Yay, that's, pretty nice. that's great. Yeah. I love that. There's like so much synergy between TTRPGs and wrestling and like, the the people who are really passionate about both like just want to smash them together as hard as possible yeah um yeah and it's just really fun to like sort of like you know when i'm writing other stuff i have to put a little bit more thought into like you know like story and character and drama and whatever but like in a twine game i can kind of just like have my normal dry sense of humor and just like kind of i don't <laughs> know be like kind of a dick and just like <laughs> just write like very sort of like stream of consciousness, like just very jokey. And like, so that was kind of fun. Um, the, nice. the comics that I've, that I've published so far just to like wet people's whistles for what they could look for. And so it's been like, I make comics. Like, so the fuck what? Um, <laughs> Marvel in DC. Um, but so the ones that I've made, um, one of them is a, a take on zombies that I miraculously came up with that no one had done before, which like, Ooh. you know, that's a feat. Like, um and so i love zombie stuff so it was really fun to like come up with something that was like actually new um that sounds great yeah i love i love that that one is called mouthful and it's pay what you want um the other pay what you want one is called worst and it is about uh the devil after a performance review with god learning that earth has become worse than hell (laughs) and he has seven days to fix it by either making hell worse or earth better to like restore the balance of you know where those are supposed to be that rules um those are both uh short comics uh, then I made one called End of the World Tour uh, that is the four horsemen of the apocalypse uh, racing to end the world before humanity does. Uh, <laughs> and the last one is Battle of the Ages, which is a 40 page manga um, about a group of like, quote unquote, bad kid middle schoolers going on a field trip to a retirement home. And uh, mm-hmm. the most competitive kid in this bad kid class gets paired up with the most competitive person at the nursing home and uh hijinks ensue from there um nice i made i made three of the four with my like foremost creative partner jay matthias lissack who's awesome um and then i made mal or i made worst with uh the artist was ken best the colorist was evelyn evelyn albers i believe and then the letter was joni hug so um yeah Yay! Thanks so much for letting us know about those. Yeah, hell yeah. All right, so has anybody had uh, had some ideas jump into their brain during the break? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely not. I was too nope. focused trying to like make sure I could credit everyone correctly that I've worked with. And... Yeah, that... That was a, an admirable effort, and I appreciate it very much. No one remembers to thank their letterers except Chris. Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta do it. Um, okay, so where were we? We had okay. We sh- okay. This this will be like a good jumping off point. Do we like <laughs> Battleship or Index Cards better? I mean, can we do both? <laughs> I feel like we can do both. We I feel like we're, we're both. leaning hard on on asymmetry. Like, is it is it feasible to say that the corporation is playing that has a battleship grid and that is getting attacked? Oh, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the hacker side, we have these you know loose index cards that represent something different. Like the 
corporate, I don't, I don't know, corporate has more space, but mm -hmm. it's very rigid how stuff is put down. You can make diegetic sense out of it. That sure, I, I sure. like that. I, I like that idea because because also just makes more sense. Of, like the hackers know what they're going for, and they know like sort of like we're going, we're breaking into like this system, and then. The other, the people on the defense are like caught off guard and kind of like grabbing at straws at that point of like, like what's going on. So like that makes an, a sort of intuitive sense. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. hmm. So the hacker now, okay. Now will this be the same or separate from, okay, hold on. Let me just get my head around this. So each player, each hacker is going to have, like you said, like three index cards. That's like, their like personal like leverage that could be used against them. That could like fuck them up. Mm -hmm. um, would there also then be sort of like decoy index cards that are scattered around that like, um, so because the corporation is like trying to like guess and like pick, like turn over that card and like, yeah, like, that seems fun. It. Cause then you could, it could turn it over and it just says like, fuck cops. Yeah. And it'd be, and it'd be really fun each game to write what goes on those cards. Like imagine like you could do it like stuff like that. Or you, if you're playing with like old friends, you could just like put dumb random inside jokes on there or like. It's a picture mm -hmm. of the time I pushed him off the slide or whatever. Just like insert random thing there. And like, and that becomes his own kind of game where like you're like making each other laugh by like what is going to be on that car when I turn it over. Like, yeah, that's great. Um, and then you could also like, if you wanted to get deeper into like character, you could have like the other decoy cards sort of like spell out your hacker group's manifesto or some shit. Like, we are like whatever. And like, there's a yeah, lot of ways you can yeah. go with that that could be fun to set up as the players in the pregame. Mm-hmm. That does sound really fun. Okay. So then this bandwidth system, uh, would that just be like a... Okay. Yeah, we're trying to put all this together now. So we were saying that, like, you would take actions or, like, try to accomplish things that would require a certain amount of bandwidth, and then you could also permanently lose bandwidth if they take your card over. So would that just be like a number you start off with that you're sort of like subtracting as you're doing stuff or and adding back in or like whatever? Or like, would there be like a physical representation of that too? That's a really good question. Yeah. I like what you're saying about adding it back in. Cause it could be cool also to do like, Oh, we can do like a rest and recover turn. Right. Mm -hmm. Where I'm like, I'm going to take a break from hacking and like, you know, take my headphones off and drink a, a monster energy drink. Yeah. Uh, and you know, get get revved back up for it, uh, and sort of get some points back. And that could also be fun if they're like, "Oh, we committed a bunch of resources to trying to stop you, but then you didn't actually do anything." You know? Yeah, and 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 also like, I feel like you'd have to have the add back in option because if we went with the idea before, where you could sort of like be like, "Okay, you two put bandwidth on this thing," then if they achieve that goal, then their bandwidth would be freed up again. And mm -hmm. so then you get, so like, I think the bandwidth have to be a thing that would be fluctuating up and down with right. the exception of you would permanently lose points. If, if you're the corporation, if you're like assets get discovered and broken into, or if you're the hacker, your identifiers get discovered, then you're like limiting. That'd be so tight. If you're like, Oh fuck, like we're at the last like firewall, but we only have enough bandwidth to try this once or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be so good. That'd be really yeah. good, yeah. So like and, you're, you're losing it, like you're like taking these. Like, there's ways that you can like lose it that you can regain, but there's other ways you can lose it that you can't. And so like as this is getting more frantic and hectic, and like we said, this timer is going down. You're also running out of options because you can no longer perform your Vitruvian hack because that mm -hmm. costs so much bandwidth. Yeah, yeah, and maybe there's like because I liked what you were saying, and I I don't know if this is what you were assuming, but I want to nail this down one way or the other. I kind of like the idea now 
that the the scuffle over a given objective might take more than a turn. Mm-hmm. So you could somehow be like, okay, because, uh, you know, then you have the progress bar counting up type thing, right? We're like, okay, we're going to try and get into the cooling systems or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, okay, we spent six on that. And, like, they spent seven, so they're winning. But, like, then our six and their seven are both kind of tied up in there for a while. Yeah. And you have to, like, see if you're going to add in a little more or, like, that makes you, you know, oh, man, we're, like, we've spent so much last turn that now we only have a little bit we can spend. And, like, if they try to attack my family, I need to, like, keep all of that back over there, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I think that works. And then you can also sort of decide, like, okay, well, while... Because then that puts in the element you're talking about earlier where it's, like, you're trying to, like, guess, are they going to attack here? or should I not waste my points? Because then it's like, okay, we got tied up in the, what did you say, like a cooling system or something like that? Yeah. It's like, we got tied up in the cooling system. Now the other person's trying to guess, are they going to go for it again? Should I put my bandwidth on that again? Or are they going to now jump over here because I beat them on that one and they're going to give up and switch to something else? And so you're trying right. to like guess, like you're basically tra- trying to determine like, where should I be putting my attention while trying to like bluff the other person into like, it becomes almost like a poker thing at that point where it's like, yeah. wh- where where do you think I'm going and where am I actually going? And then you're both that trying to get so around fun. each other. Like, that sounds really good. I'm, yeah. I'm getting really excited about yeah, that. Yeah, this game's dope. <laughs> I feel like all the ideas are like super like sick and then it's just a matter of like we might discover when we're actually going to put this together that there's like some like connective tissue missing but i think overall it would work like right right yeah and which is you know uh, a potential thing with unplay tested games right yeah. Especially sometimes, they sometimes they don't work and yeah, that's yeah, okay yeah. <laughs> yeah. but i love um, the idea of of this this resource oh 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 okay 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 I was, okay I was just thinking to myself, I'm so glad we didn't put any dice rolling because this doesn't need any randomness in it. And then I thought, what if it does? Yeah. What if the amount you have to spend of bandwidth, you like, you do some sort of thing where you roll some dice or you draw some cards or something, and how much you have to spend on a turn is just, you can get a little bonus to it. And then it's like, keep some guessing on. No, I don't know if that actually. No, actually, I love this. I'm good? really excited okay. about this. Because like, what if your, what if your bandwidth is like a, a bunch of D6s? Like you have five, 10, I don't uh-huh. know, who cares? And you roll them. Uh, and like, these are the values you have to spend. And you can put multiple D6s on a target. Yeah. Or you can okay. put just one. Yeah. Or you can put all of them somewhere. You can spread them around. Uh-huh. And like. The, the, your opposition will know where your attention is going, but they don't know if that's a one going over there or a six Ooh. or what. Yeah, You're that's so cool. nice. That's and, fun. And also, like, I think it also, again, in the in the the sort of like space of the world we're talking about, it makes sense that it would change because, like, unless I'm an idiot. Does isn't your bandwidth kind of fluctuate anyway when you're using the internet? Like, your connection gets better and worse as like. Yeah, doing especially stuff. when you're you're hacking, right? So like, that makes sense to me of why it would be like sort of like randomly determined every every turn, like. Mm-hmm. So that is cool, um, and yeah. that could lead to some some cool stuff with like, because if we want to make our our different characters feel distinct from each other, that would leave us a lot of mechanical room to play around with, where you could say okay, I'm now going to activate my special ability like 
speed of light hacking where I can turn one of my dice to a six that was not previously a six, you know? And then I get to talk about how awesome that was. Or like, oh, I get to make this die match the highest die on the other side or whatever. Yeah, that'd be tight. And, and, and like, um, someone's special ability has to be drinking monster and shit, right? Yeah. Like, Like, someone's gotta have, like, a, a because there'll be different, oh, dude, this is what you do. You make, like, different, like, do we you make like different archetypes of hackers? So like one of them is like a fucking gremlin hacker that's like it's mm-hmm. like oh like you know a fucking like your Red Bull ability. But then like someone else is maybe sort of like a more like anonymous type who their abilities would be different. Like um or I don't know what other like sort of like stereotypes of hackers are there. Um, You're like a lot of sophisticated professional hacker or something. Yeah. Hugh Jackman, yeah, a former and then, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, a retired Hugh Jackman who's uh, done with acting and then he's getting pulled in for one more hack job. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool, and then th- that can determine, yeah, like different ways that affect the dice, or maybe there's certain characters that like can bring in extra dice, or or yeah. they have they have like a really nice ability, but it like the benefit the, the the detract factor there is like they bring in less dice for your total bandwidth like mm-hmm. I don't know, there's a bunch of different ways you can do that one thing that laura you you said that interested me was like okay so you were saying like you're choosing where to put your your dice would mm-hmm. that be after you've rolled them or before my intent was like to after. say after yeah, yeah. So you, roll, you can like, like bluff you can bluff with that yeah, like you're putting three dice one place, and what your opponent doesn't know is they're all ones. They're ones. You're actually yeah, yeah, yeah. going somewhere else. Oh, yeah. that's so fun! That's, I that's love good. That. That's good. I think I think that fits the most too because like with the thing we're trying to replicate, like you would kind of know what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it makes yeah. sense that you would want you'd be able to know what numbers you're putting where. Right, you're making intentional choices. The randomization is what's your opponent doing. Yeah. Okay, so that's what. The, so the hackers gameplay I have pretty well figured out at this point. You have like abilities and dice, and then you have these like this like field of index cards that you're trying to hope that they don't pull over whatever. We, the, be, we better not actually be reinventing Android Netrunner. Netrunner fans are like, yeah, that's exactly how Netrunner works. You <laughs> dumb idiot. Well, whatever. I've <laughs> never played it, you guys. Like, it was very expensive. Is we're gonna it? I don't know. A, They're gonna be like, it's not expensive at all. We're gonna have. I'm. I'm calling it right now. I'm calling my shop, Babe Ruth style. We're gonna have a better title than Android Netrunner. We're gonna. That's Hacker. what we're, we're gonna yeah. stand out. We're gonna have a better title. Um, oh. hack dog. <laughs> um, hack dog. The dog but, that can hack. <laughs> yeah, that's the real twist. Here's you're all animals. Um, yep. but uh, okay. So so on the on the other side. Okay. So the. Oh wait a second. Okay. So the the hackers are rolling die. To put the numbers, are we still using the battleship pieces on uh, that? Like, this might it, not work well with the battleship, Brad. That may not. Yeah, I be feel able like to flip in I feel here. Like we want to slim it now that we're making this system uh, more complex. We probably will want to slim it down so that everybody's using the same thing. Just before yeah. we, before we kill that idea, I will just say sure, sure. that there's a version of this that might work where the the amount of die that you put on any location that's how many guesses you get about. A ship in that, or a ship in that area of the board. How dare you come here and be better at this than we are? Because that's very good. I mean, it really doesn't. I don't think it's that good actually, because then it gets into like a weird messy thing of like, how do you determine what section of the board that is? And I don't know. It's not perfect, but it's something. Like it's. Yeah, yeah. We, we would have to start hacking battleship, which I don't know if we'd be able to do with a battleship that we're playing online. Is my only qualm. Yeah, I mean, like, you'd have to set it up to where, like, 
No, okay, hold on a second. It's not that bad. Okay, so you figure out how many battle space like spaces there are, right? Say mm-hmm. it's for the sake of simplicity. Say it's like uh, you're way better at math than you are, than I am. Anything that's simple, I was gonna say like twelve, <laughs> but like so like so like um you know that it's just easy quadrants, and so then you're putting your die in one, two, three, or four. And so then you're getting to guess, and you and you like maybe like have like a list of like uh, in this quadrant is A through A one through D six or like whatever. And so then you're getting you get as many guesses at that range as many as you put the die there. Um, but it, that might be too easy because then like it's really shrinking the board. Right. Yeah. Oh. oh okay. Yeah. Wait. No. It's how about that? It's not mm-hmm. how much you put in there. It's how much you put in there minus how much defense. Got it. There it the is. Core puts there. That that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. And then if you if you two still wanted to, we could tease out for a minute here. What would it look like if we scrapped Battleship altogether? If we just had it to where both sides were using a similar index cards roll dice for bandwidth sort of situation, would it be? that like each team is getting to turn over as many well wait a second i don't know what do you two think what would that look like if we scratched the battleship Mm. i was thinking of it like the the corp has you know more points to spend than the hackers but they also have more things to defend than the hackers do uh-huh um and maybe there's something with like when we put the dice down is important right like does everyone somehow reveal all their choices simultaneously or is it like the corp puts some down the hacker puts some down the corp puts some down the hacker puts some down and we throw a little flavor on each of those cuz i also want to make sure that we don't lose the role-playing game in the board right. game board yes that's true that's game. true yeah yeah uh so i feel like giving ourselves opportunities to pause and say and here's what that looks like in the movie that we're making is yes important, right yeah that's a good point i had forgotten that we weren't just making a fucking milton bradley joint uh-huh, um, uh-huh. yeah okay cool <laughs> so that makes sense um and the timer do you think it'd be better if there's an overall game timer or a timer on each like turn I want to say it's a timer on each turn, but like every time that timer ticks at the end of the turn, it's great for the corporation and not necessarily good for the hackers, right? And I could even see something where it's not like necessarily a in seconds timer, but like an in actions timer or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe the corporation says like, ah, I'm going to secretly decide that you can only make eight moves this turn or whatever right and then you're like ooh, should i like make that that would make it so that you're like do i want to make my good moves first or do i want to you know do my decoys first but then maybe i won't have time to actually spend my high rolling dice that could be kind of fun something like that yeah we definitely keep the pressure up yeah i'm not exactly sure the best way to incorporate the time but i think that would be relatively easy to figure out compared to everything else Hmm. okay are there any titles that are jumping out of people too? Uh, I feel like all the good ones about icebreakers or whatever must have already been taken. Almost certainly. Hmm. Ah. I mean, like a really generic bad title just on top of my head, Hack Attack. It's just right there. <laughs> like, um... Hmm. 
I would have to what think if, on this more. I'd have to think on this more. What if one of the secrets the hackers have is always their dog, and you don't want the corporation <laughs> to find your dog? Your That's dog how the dog comes the in. Dog. It's uh, it's John Wick, the hacking experience. Um, yeah, John don't, Hack. Don't the game let is the called Bastards Hack Your Dog. The game is called John Hack. <laughs> um, hmm. I'm 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 telling you right now. I'm gonna DM you two and like two days with like the sickest pun title like oh sweet okay like, <laughs> well then we'll just we'll just let that happen <laughs> yeah I, I i usually pride myself on my titling ability but i this one this one this one might take some some thinking yeah yeah well right now what i have put in the title slot is hack dog the dog that can hack and i'm <laughs> frankly i'm not upset with it there are yeah. there's no rule etc cetera, etc cetera. uh-huh <laughs> There's nothing on the internet that says a dog can't hack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's because of all um, the dog hackers hiding those rules. <sighs> Curse them. So what happens at the end of the game? How does one side or the other, like, win? Is there... Okay, I think if the hackers find all of the hidden corporate assets mm-hmm. before losing all of their identifying information, that would be a win. I think right? so. Cool. Because, that makes because sense. yeah. And for the corporation side, that is what kind of makes me feel like there might need to be an overall game timer because like that's how you affect or okay, either the hackers run out of bandwidth, you've like fully found all their secrets, you know who the fuck they are, game over. Or maybe it's like the idea is like if you take too long the corporate overlords are going to like their system is like so technologically advanced that you you only have a window at this for x y and z time and it'll just the whole thing will just shut down on you if you don't get it done before then i think maybe that could happen in a way where like the corporation gets stronger over time i feel like is kind of cool where they could be like oh we're going to, you know, at, at certain intervals in the game, like we woke up more security guards, we turned on more power cores. We, we, whatever, we called right? over another IT person to. Yeah. Like, I, I do so think then, it'd be fun to like let the opposing team have that sort of role play element too. So we could also make right. like, like character types for the like um, hack, the hack ease, if you will. <laughs> that seems really fun. Because then you get to, I think it'd be really fun to sit with your friends and be like, this is the kind of evil group that we are running, whether it's a corporation or like what have you. And then like, here's our individual people involved in that. And then like, maybe you would have like um, more tech backup as an ability you could like summon in or like um, yeah. something like that. Like, Yeah, that sounds cool. I feel like the corp should have fewer cards to play, but they should be like incredibly strong. Yeah, right? yeah. And um, it also would kind of make sense, too, if, like, the the hackers got, like, a almost, like, an initiative bonus at the beginning of the game because they are attacking before this company knows what's going on. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe you get a free turn or two before the corporation can even do anything. Right, just doing and, whatever you and want. And then, yeah. if, like, the corporation is going to have to play a little bit of catch-up, but they also have more resources, stronger abilities, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Oh, maybe it's that... Uh... How would it go? Because there's that hacking thing of like, we can't get caught, right? The first yes. time we get caught, everything starts going bad. Yeah. So you have to like sneaky sneak your way in. And once X happens, you're like, oh, crud, they're on to us. Alarms yeah. are going off, you know? Yeah. If only we could use that damn dice tower. 
or like the, the falling <laughs> the tower. Because, would make it so good. Because then it'd be everything else plays out exactly the same, but every turn you got to pull one of those out. And when it comes down or like whatever else, then like they're on to you. But that's out. It's a moat. We can't do nope. it. It's a moat. Um, yeah, no, no sense talking about that. You have to build a tower of D6s. Those <laughs> <No>. are... <laughs> okay, wait. I have... Okay, notion. Notion, a thought. A mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, what if the corporation isn't using dice? What if they're using cards? Like, just to... to part of this yeah, is yeah. to play up asymmetry, so they yes. look different. Yes. Part of it is because cards go up to, you know, 10. All face cards can count as 10, just for the sake of uh, argument. Yeah. Cool. And then, like... We can also tie this in, like every bit of corporate, you know, security is just sort of dealt a card face down, whatever it's random starting happenstantial security happens to be. And like, oh, if you if you touch on this, uh, flip it over. And if it happens to be red, uh, an alarm goes off somewhere. Okay. And if two alarms go off, then the corporate hack squad wakes up and now they achieve the fullness of that. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's really good. That's really good. Yeah. 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 I like that. A We're going to have to design a whole freaking UI for this thing. <laughs> yeah. You, you put a lot of work on my plate. But I, that's I will say, I will <laughs> say one concern I do have about this idea and it's a little late because I mean, just find like a whole fucking thing. I was thinking uh-huh. earlier, I should have said so earlier. I am wondering if there's like, a way to make sure this is accessible as possible because a lot of this is like visual based and some mm-hmm. of it is like whatever. So like, I was wondering, almost wondering if there's like ways to like make it just more accessible for like, you know, whether it's like a disability situation or like what have you, or like a technology thing. Like, yeah, I don't know like how to make that. Like we may have dug ourselves in a little deep for that. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, but just a thought. Just like if something occurs to us about a way to to make it so that like anyone could play it rather than it re- require. I mean, like I guess for like a lot of the visual stuff, you could just call out like right, you know, sort of like whatever was. I, yeah, I don't know. I suppose it, it could work. Um, and if anybody uh, who's listening is a disability advocate has any ideas for stuff like that, hit us up. We are always very interested in learning about that and getting better. Better. At yeah, because if you were to have, say, you have like the hackers have like um, again, I'll give twelve because I'm bad at math. Twelve uh, cards that you're trying to pick from theoretically visually, but you could also just say like, I'm putting these out in in this like order number. And then you mm-hmm. just tell me a number and I'll pull that over. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it might still work. Yeah. And since you're on a team, having your teammate yeah, help yeah, you yeah. out could be good. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think we got like, I think we got it most of the way there. Yeah. Right? This is a pretty solid setup. I think. Oh, uh, can I propose a title max bandwidth? That's Ooh, so fucking good. I like max bandwidth. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, in I like my mind, like max bandwidth is the, I don't know, the, were those guys in Hackers, the movie, they had, like, their TV show that you had to hack in to watch? Oh, wow. <laughs> they were, like, the mascots of the hacking community? I don't yeah. remember that. That's great. Okay. I, I'm going to meet you halfway on this. Max Bandwidth is the mascot of, the, of your hacking community, but Max Bandwidth is a dog. Max Bandwidth is a dog. Yep. Max Bandwidth, the hacking dog. Oh, Max No, hold, hold on, hold on. It's not a literal dog. It's, like, a VTuber <laughs> dog. It's like, you know, like the little, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's their, like, online uh, avatar is this, like, little that's VTuber so dog named Max yeah. Bandwidth. And he's got, like, a fucking, I want to, like, see this character design so bad. Like, I'm yeah. like, yeah, like, what would a hacker dog look like? Like, it'd be like, 
a little dog with like fingerless gloves and shit on his paws and like oh my god oh my god that'd be so good if anybody wants to do uh, fan art of <laughs> fan Max Band with Max the hacking dog, we will put it on the hey, game. Yo, this is our official fan art request. Max Bandwidth is a sick title. You really it doesn't have one. to be good. You've seen the rest of our art. It's it's just public oh, domain God. stuff. I'm gonna have to Laura make a Max Bandwidth logo. Laura does an amazing <laughs> job, but I think this one uh, should be beyond her powers. It's too rude <laughs> to try God. and clutch together. We're I, not going to do Max Bandwidth honor. I am very proud of of Max bandwidth that we've created here tonight. This is good. I would play this game. This is good. Yeah, yeah. I think we. I think we may be set. I think we may be set. I think as set as we're gonna get. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's. I think that's the time. And we like didn't go over. Like that was just like a flat hour. Like I know it's. It will also end up as less than an hour as I edit stuff down too. Yeah, although probably not a ton. Uh, so if, if you have any like, oh, this is my last minute idea that I want to throw in, you know. Oh, like right now? Uh, yeah, you could. Uh, um, no, I think, I mean, I do think we'll know how close we got once you actually review everything we said and look at it. Right, right. Um, yeah. But I think I think it's mostly there. Yeah. Nice. Good. This has been Unplaytested. You can find us at unplaytested.com where you can submit ludicrous ideas for our big list or follow us on Twitter at Unplaytested. If you want to see the games we make here played, they should go up at twitch.tv slash Unplaytested. We try to get gameplay to go up the week after the episode drops. And we've been successful every time so far, right? Yeah, I think go so. Go check the schedule there. Or... It's going to be impressive as fuck if you did this one. <laughs> I know, this one's going to be a lot. <laughs> Have you made a more complicated game than this one? I don't think so. Um, I was gonna say, I think this is the problem with having me on is that like it's it's the, it's the <laughs> double-edged sword of me is that like I'm real good at just like spitting shit out like creative-wise, but then it's like well, I don't know how you figure that out. Oh, uh, where the hell was I? Oh yeah, or get the games yourself at unplaytested.itch.io. If you actually play one of these things, we would love to hear about it. Or Unplay don't tested. buy them; hack them off of the itch.io servers. You know, if you can <laughs> yeah. hack them. They're free. You can. Damn dog. Come come at us. (laughs) (laughs) Unplaytested is made possible by the support of our patrons. Join the Unplaytreon at patreon.com slash unplaytested. Unplaytrons make the magic happen. And occasionally the hacking uh, science. (laughs) Thanks to Abducted by Sharks for our music. Bring forth my armor. I'm Lara. And I'm Alex. I'm Chris at Topher Disgrace. And remember... Time is an illusion, and so is death. (laughs) I'm not convinced I'm going to (laughs) die. There you go. Good, good. As well you should. All right, do I slap the big stop button on here? Slap the slop. You do. There we go. Slap stop, and then delete file. Um... (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) All right, uh, let me grab my outro script here we go wait where is it it's scripted everyone he's not genuine at all nothing is genuine he's not off the cuff he doesn't mean a word of what he's saying (laughs) (laughs) hack this podcast